Hello and welcome to another episode of the Anti-Pharmacist Podcast. Hope you had a nice weekend, although it seemed to have passed too soon. I also hope that you have listened to previous episodes of the podcast up to this point. If not, why not? I assure you that these are very important information about your medications that you actually need. And it will be great if you can listen in no particular order, in fact, and share to others as well. Anyways, let's go straight into today's topic. You see, I've noticed that a lot of people who come into the pharmacy do not know the names of their medications. And it seems to me that the number keeps increasing daily. This is not a good practice though. So I figured this issue must be addressed. So today, I'll be telling you why it's important to know your medications the dangers of not knowing them, and the tips to help you know them. So let's get right into it. When I say know your medications, I do not mean that you should learn all the classes of medications or take over the job of the pharmacist. No, far from it. Of course, there are different categories of medications based on the condition being treated. Some are prescription-only medicines, as I have explained in previous episodes. Some are dispensed over-the-counter, Some are for acute conditions, while others are for chronic conditions, that is, you have to take them for a long time. So you are likely to come back to the pharmacy for refills. It's this last category that I'm talking about today. Drugs that you take for conditions like hypertension, that is, your antihypertensives, those for diabetes, known as anti-diabetics, anti-asthma medications, anti-epileptics, anti-glaucoma eye drops, and the likes. A lot of people take these medications every day or as opposed to anyway, yet they do not know their names. They believe that as long as it's medications, it's only their duty to take it and for the pharmacist to know. Going to the pharmacist to get a refill for their medications therefore becomes something dreaded by both them and their pharmacists. This shouldn't be. Please, do not expect your pharmacist to know your medications on your behalf. One wrong approach that most people do is describing the color of the medication. There are too many medicines with similar names, not to talk of color. At worst, know what the medication is being used for. That is the condition it is used to treat. At least, that's a start. Even some patients do not know the purpose for which they are taking a particular medication. Many times, a patient will come into the pharmacy and describe loratadine as a cough medicine to me. It is when they mention that it is a tiny white tablet that I get what they mean. Also, do not expect me to bring medications one after the other from the shelf to show you so that you can now choose which one you are talking about. There's no time, honestly. Even though it's not the best, knowing the brand name at least can help. Also bear in mind that some brand names sound alike. So please, let us learn them well. Some deliberately do not learn the name of the medications because they have gotten familiar with the pharmacy setting. So they believe that they already know which part of the pharmacy and which shelf the medicine is picked from each time. It will shock you when you get to the pharmacy and discover that it has been rearranged. What do you do then? I understand that there are different categories of patients. Some are educated, some are uneducated. Even some educated ones are not interested in scientific names because they see it as a hassle. Others have health conditions that relate to forgetfulness. I understand. And since it's a community pharmacy, many patients depend on their pharmacist to take responsibility of knowing their medications for them. You know, I've come to understand something in my years of practice as a community pharmacist. 
each patient believes that they are the only one you attend to in the sense that they personalize the service that you render to them. So this translates to them coming to the pharmacy and saying, please give me that medicine that I bought last time. Even if that last time was two weeks ago or even two months ago. But I need you to understand that a pharmacist attends to several patients per day depending on location. If it's a busy pharmacy like mine where I attend to an average of 100 patients per day and that's on the minimum guys. You can't expect me to remember everyone I attend to or every single drug I dispense on a daily basis for days, not to talk of weeks. On top of everything we do, no now. You may not know, but we carry out some other administrative and accounting duties too. If you have a pharmacist that remembers your medications for you, you should really thank them. Please try to know your medications by yourself. It is part of taking responsibility for your health. Another reason why is that you might get to the pharmacy and meet an unfamiliar face, maybe due to change in shift or duty or change in staff. What do you do then? Besides, it just makes the pharmacy visit experience go smoothly and easier on both the pharmacist and the patient when the patient know the exact name of their medications. You get your medication fast and the pharmacist has more time to attend to other many patients that are coming after you. Even though the emphasis on medications for chronic conditions, this is not limited to them. There are some medications that you take from time to time too, like some pain relievers, like some antihistamines, like the loratadine that I mentioned as an example earlier. Please note these medications. It's not hard. Honestly, it's not that hard. If you need to learn their names, you can talk to your pharmacist. Okay, please, how do they pronounce this? They will teach you. Please just take that responsibility. It will help us. So, I'll be giving you tips on how to know your medications. The most obvious is learning the name. Most of these drug names are not that hard, really. People just see them as something big. It's not a big deal, guys. You can break them into syllables for easier pronunciation. The tricky thing is that some are very similar names and sound alike. Example is amlodipine and aminophilin. Others have same suffix, that is, they have the same ending. So someone will come in and say they want to get something cycling. Someone will say cycling. It is left to you as the pharmacist now to decipher if they want doxycycline or tetracycline. Thank God that even those two are in the same class anyway. But others may not be in the same class, like the aforementioned, and that may lead to a grave medication error where a wrong drug is dispensed. This is one of the dangers, guys. Apart from mix-ups at the point of dispensing, another danger of not knowing your medication is in the case of emergencies. What if you are in an unfamiliar terrain and you need your medication and you don't have it on you. You should be able to just rush into a pharmacy and demand for it or send somebody to get it for you. But if you don't even know the name of the medication, then how can they help you? It could be life-threatening, you know, not knowing the name of your medication. So please do well to learn them now. Not knowing your medication can lead to, you know, the pharmacist assuming after all your description and after all the stress you have put them through, they just assume that, okay, this word must be what you are saying and they give it to you. What if it's the wrong medication? So please, you should know your medication name. I was going to say, at least learn part of the name, if not the full name. But with what I have just said, that may be dangerous. But there are several other ways anyway. Another way is bringing along the package or empty sachet of the medication. 
like I said earlier, most of these medications that you need to know, they are the ones you use for your chronic conditions. So they are routine drugs that you get. And most of these drugs are refused. So you should not wait till you finish one and discard the pack or sachet before getting another. If you do that, that's a sign of non-adherence. And I have taught you to be adherent in the past, guys. If you feel like you can't, you know, be packing empty drug packages and sachets about, you can take a picture, right? Thank God we're in the era of smartphones. Note that I said a picture, not to Google it, because a lot of ambiguity may come in upon Googling. You may not get the name right, and Google will surely suggest something, which may be another drug entirely, as I discussed earlier. Better still, you can have a drug journal where you write the name of your drugs. Copy what you see on the drug package into this journal and bring it to the pharmacy each time you need a refill of your medication. Your pharmacist will take it from there. I didn't suggest a small sheet of paper, remember, because you can lose that one as well. And it will be a hassle, rewrite and rewrite. Just have a drug journal. A small book puts the names of your drugs there and it will help everybody. Another important thing to know guys is the strength of your drugs, especially for those anti-hypertensives and anti-diabetics and anti-hyperlipidemics. Please know the strength. 5 mg is different from 10 mg. 20 is different from 30. Alright? If you were supposed to take 5 mg and you are taking 10, it might have adverse effect on you. If you're supposed to take 10 and you're taking 5, the same thing. So please know the strength as well. Just copy what you see on the pack on your journal or in your notepad. It will help all of us. If you don't want to keep a drug journal, you can do it on your phone notepad as long as you write it. It's like when you bring in a prescription. As long as it's written, then no worries. At least as regards the identity of the drug. Please note that it is important that the drug name be spelled correctly. That was why I said to copy from the pack and the writing must be legible too. Because reading some prescriptions can be a headache anyways. Don't come and add to that problem for your pharmacist please. I believe that no matter the category of patient you are, educated, uneducated, forgetful, can't be bothered and the likes, you should be able to choose at least one of the options that I have listed so far. If you can't learn to pronounce your drug name properly, at least you should be able to take a picture or write the name down or bring along the empty pack. If it's not your routine medication, you don't need to worry yourself. You must have seen a doctor so you should have a prescription. Or you can just come in and make a complaint to your pharmacist who will give you the appropriate medication. So please help your pharmacist to help you. I hope we are on the same page now, right? And that brings me to the end of today's episode. As usual, follow, like, subscribe to, and share the podcast. Connect with Anti-Pharmacist Podcast on social media and give us your feedback via our various available channels. Till next time, stay healthy and God bless you.